0: I don't remember the last time I even learned it. It's been, uh, whatever it is, it's been way too long. Noach, come join us, man. I, wa- I want you to be here right now. Um, the last thing that we had learned was, can you imagine your own funeral? I don't know if you remember that one. Can you picture your own funeral? That was a very heavy one, where the B'daynach the was describing the absolute, the complete, misguidedness that we have towards the way we view our lives and what we think it's gonna be like when we die. And he he guided us through a crazy, mamash, like a crazy meditation as to imagine what it's gonna be like when you have children, they're screaming for you and there's nothing you can do once you're dead. Which the point wasn't to sulk in in, in once you're dead, it it was to go into the depth of what it means to be alive as opposed to how bad it is when you die. So that was already, we learned that a long time ago. Otet that we're starting today on page 23, if you have the Sefer. Page 23, Otet, the ninth letter. Does everyone have text? Everyone has? Yofi. Otet here, in a, uh, the, the Bnei, the PSS, now, today is going to summarize in a, in a weird way the last few weeks. Why are you not it. I'm recording it. Thank you. The Bnei Moshavah uh, the here is going to be... Summarizing for us in a really beautiful way, what he's been trying to tell us the last few weeks, last few shiurim of this, and I think that the main point of what he's going to be t- screaming about is, with all our good Ratson and with all the good things we take upon ourselves, why is it so easy to still sleepwalk through this world? Not just through this world. Why is it still easy to somehow sleepwalk through your ruchnis? That even not just the non-ruchni world. But the ruchani world, the spiritual world, that you choose to be attached to, how could it be that it's still easy to sleep through that as well? It's because we're under the assumption that once I decide to do something holy, or to attach myself to more holy things, that means that my neshama is on par with my moach, with my mind. My mind made a decision to do something, so I expect the second my mind makes a decision that my soul's right there with it. He's saying that's a trick. That's not that that we think that that's something that happens automatic, and he's going to show us how our minds and our and our neshamas are not are not on the same page most of the time, and it takes time for them to keep on meeting each other and reaching each other. So let's go back in the text and let's try to get ourselves back into the words, into the ruach, into the spirit of the piyusetzner, and just remind everybody he's teaching here. Who is he? Te- who is he talking to? He's talking to a, a specific group, a Chabura, of Bnei Shavatova. He says already in the beginning, this stuff is not for everybody, and even the guys that are sitting amongst these Tchurim, they probably every week, it was less and less people, probably. The guys were probably like, you know, every week another guy's out. You know, another guy's out on his own. He decided he couldn't, he couldn't keep up because it's, it's serious stuff, it's serious work. So let's see inside how he says over here. Otet, Choshvani. I think based on everything we said that this is why the nefesh of the man is sleeping a shnat olam. What's a shnat olam? Shnat comes from the word shena, right? So what's shnat olam? Yeah. Like the guy. This must be why people are out their whole lives. Like people live orthodox life lives. For 60, 70 years, it's one big snooze. It's one big schluff. He's saying, how could that be? But he says, based on everything we've been learning, on how difficult it is for a person to quiet down his thoughts, to go inside, how that's so petrifying for so many people. It's something we're trying to work through really strong right now. He's saying, you see, it's possible for people to live their whole lives Without ever waking up. It's impossible for a person like this to get strong with his pure thoughts and an awakening of Kedusha that he tries to tap into. Why? This is the key line over here. His and his heat einan ba'ot ka'achat. They're not showing up simultaneously. So what does that create? When you're root right? And you're davening. Don't show up right away. Now what's the difference? I could be davening, davening, davening without any roots without any awakening. Then I could be walking down the street, like Clifford said, you could be driving your car. Suddenly something something hits you like a ton of bricks. Hit root Wow, but it's not time to daven now. So, He's saying, ideally, what would it be that every time we chose to start davening, we would feel mit orer, but that doesn't work like that. Maybe that's why the Chassidim spent an hour before they were davening, just to wake up. But we have this thing of, okay, it's Shachar, it's min chamar, now, now it's time for my neshama. No, it's really, it, it, it really is more time that your brain is functioning than your soul. Your soul has to reach you, or vice versa. But you hear what he's again, this line is very crucial they don't show up together they don't show up at the same time it's like when I want like, uh, think about it with spouses when you're feeling it you're feeling the love, you're feeling the excitement about something and you see they're not there What is what, what happens to you? So let's, let's be honest huh? So what big else? Downer. what else? big downer, what else happens?
1: a little animosity oh yeah, yeah <laughs> What
0: else happens? Legamre. Like right. Now, what? What? What is it all based on? She's not where you are, or you're not where she is. As if it was like designed that the second that you your light bulb goes off, she's waiting there, waiting. Oh, thank God, your light bulb is now on, because I've been waiting for this to happen for so. But yet the ego says, "What do you mean? The second the second I'm ready, you got to be ready, right?" But that's the same game that happens with our neshamas and our minds. At the second that we've figured things out, we expect that our soul should be just, on, just as much in, in tune, even though the soul's been schluffing for so long. So this, the P.S.S. Nei Rebbe is addressing this issue that all of, us, all of us go through quite often. Okay? Is that clear? More or less? Okay. Hopefully he'll bring, he'll bring a bit more clarity. Quite often a person comes to shul and he davens, but he's not, he's not awake. But then and then when he does have times of it in life, that something wake and rouses him, ah. Then it's the other way. It's not davening time, he doesn't daben then. So we've been accustomed to live a life where our nefesh is sleeping and resting timtuma in its timtum. What does timtum mean in modern Hebrew? What does that mean? <laughs> right, but what, what does it mean here in this text? What lashon is the timtum coming from? What's that? Complete, clo- shut off, being completely closed. And a person can't have any pure thoughts, like we've said so many times. In this situation, a person is not capable of having pure thoughts. He's just have physical thoughts. What is he going to eat? What is he going to drink? And what does a person like that have to do in order to tap in to Hashem Yisbarach? What did we say? And we gave a... Remember we gave a that this is okay, based on the rivet that said that when a person needs to really plug in, even though we say it's totally asur, to imagine God in any form or shape, right? What did the rivet say? Does anyone remember why he said it's okay?
2: It's only in the beginning, and then right. with time you're not going to need to...
0: Exactly. It. That's just in the beginning. Very good, though. That's just in the beginning. After a while, though, that need to have a Kiseha ha-kavod, which is, seems to be completely absurd, according to the Rambam, that you you know illustrate for yourself a a throne. What do you mean? We say that you know every Friday night. So what what, what are we speaking about? He's saying that's just good for the beginning, right? But later on, you'll rid yourself of that need and or even of that ratzon. Lachen amarnu. Do you see the words lachen amarnu, everyone? About two, four, six. Eight lines into otet, in the middle of otet. Therefore, we said in the previous chapters, So we already gave some tips in the previous chapters as to all these different tricks, how a person should wake himself up. Even if they're not the most ideal ways of connecting, remember he was talking about all these different trips tricks trips tricks to, to trick someone into like plugging into right away what, what are some of the tricks that we've discussed how to wake someone up hmm? that's a big one we just we just discussed before just sitting there for a second like Rebbe as I told his students every person every single day has to do tshuva as if it's the day before he dies ah Rebbe but how does anyone know the day that he dies boom exactly you just answered my point since no one knows the day that you die treat every day like it's your last day. So that thing shakes you up. And we all know, when we come home from a funeral, and we hear Espadim, that mariv is fire. It's always like this. Or that shachris the next day is fire. We come back from a eulogy. It's amazing. When if you went to someone's birthday party just talk, talking about life, wouldn't really do as much as it does to a eulogy. Because we always say, I don't want to live my life like that. <coughs> so we need death to wake us up. Is Blach- that the idea? Huh?
2: Roblochman once gave an amazing yeah. musr about... You know, reply. is the so best. Tell you, you know, that talking about. He basically said, why, he's talking to the whole room, why are any of you waking up and saying Modani? Why? Does anybody here have any attempt at Kavana for Modani? Because if you did, you'd go about your day completely differently. Right. Which is the same thing.
0: Same exact thing. But so one of the tricks, even though it's not the best, is, yeah, remind yourself Day of Death. Another trick, he said, is to truly use a tsiyul dimyoni, is to visualize, even though it's not ideal, Based on the rivet there, the machlok is ram It's okay, give a little visualization. And look, the Torah itself uses very, you know, about God very, very clearly descriptive forms of, of, of you know, the rabbonish them What is it for? It's to be able to arouse you at the beginning of the dvekut. What are, not, what are other tricks that he mentioned before to get us into davening?
1: Was it all tachuba, or was it here He was talking about some sort of physical exertion?
0: Here, and he's gonna to get to that right now. Very good, Hershey. Let's go back inside. Therefore, we said all these different ways of waking a person up with different tricks. Aval, but, but don't ignore the other side of moments of feeling awake. What is he speaking about? <coughs> what is he referring to? Not spiritual awakenings. But whenever you feel, even physically, awake, is that what you were speaking about? What does he mean? Rak yeshamshena lemaftea chanefesh. Use that awakening for. To, that's the key. Remember we discussed this. That's the key to the soul. Meaning, even if you go on a run, or if you get startled by something, and you realize, wow, you're what? You're just. You're in touch with your emotions. You're awake. He's saying, don't. Don't say, ah, those have nothing to do with Kedusha, so I might as well not pay attention. He says, no, those are, he says, Those are keys to get into the soul. Or
1: like a, a big win at work, like you make a big sale or something, sure. or you make a good deal.
0: Sure, sure, absolutely. really Everything. Everything. Or feel very off. Meaning anything that makes you realize, oh, I, I'm not alive. I, I'm not dead. I'm, I, I actually am alive and I'm functioning in this world. I'm not just a piece of wood, I'm not a table. He says anything, any type of awakening, don't ignore any of them. So let's give examples for our days, for what we're gonna, how we're going to look at this, 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 these words right now. What kind of awakenings, let's understand the definition of awakening, means when you just realize that you're emotionally awake and how we're not going to ignore them anymore, and we're actually going to use them to wake, to to use them as a key into our soul.
3: I mean, it's basically saying what we've said in the past, that everything's really an opportunity. No matter what you're doing, whether it's getting your kids ready for school, whether it's... it's Perfect example, (laughs) this is
0: a good example for all of us. Getting your kids ready for school (laughs) is probably the least spiritual experience most of us have.
3: Probably the biggest opportunity. Right, use. it's the biggest opportunity and it's one
0: of the least spiritual, although I remember the first day they went to school, Yom Kippur can't come close to that, right? But he didn't explain something here. You know. He said essentially that, that you know, the times of the Torah and the times of Dominic don't coincide, so when you have these moments of the Torah, then use them. But he's not explaining how because they still don't coincide. He will, in a second. But let's, when we're trying to do it right now for ourselves, taking Jerry's example. How do we use the triggers and the moments of being awake by the way that we respond to our children's not one, well, in my case, sometimes not, and I'm sure by everyone, not exactly, you know, showing up at our bed half hour before they're supposed to be at the door saying, we're ready today, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unless, I don't know about, we right? want to go to school. Right, so that doesn't always happen. So let's say like this, that's a great thing. Does anyone feel awake? Does it jolt anything in you? when you have to deal with that a la boca, at 6.45, 7 a.m., that that's part of life? Do you feel awake at that moment? Not physically, but something get, becomes aroused.
4: Well, it's the awareness of it. I think most of the time we just go through and we don't even take even a half a second to have the awareness that we can be woken up.
0: Awareness just, is the okay. first step. Right. We're talking about the second step. Awareness is the hit Right. Now, like Noach is saying, I get the awareness that something's happening over here. Now, what do I do with it? Um,
4: so, my, my point was that that awareness will trigger other moments of awareness, and those points of awareness then start to make a continuum. So, it's not just the one awareness, because the one will build another, will build another. So right. if you're continually trying to bring that awareness, then then maybe eventually, by the time you get to your dawning, awesome. now you have a cycle. It's what maybe the same thing you're talking about with these forms. Right, two points. right, right, right. But you have to you have to get into the habit of either checking in, or or if you want to say pulling
1: yourself
0: out. Either what so right, aware but but an awareness, awareness. awareness, very good meaning. For me, that's a, that works for me, it doesn't satisfy, I don't think it satisfies, no.
1: So I, I would say, Sounds good. in that whole craziness of the, the kid getting dressed and and the making the lunch and the, and the forgetting the bag and running it off or this or that or the other thing, the last, if you can remember that last second, right, before he gets on the bus, she gets on the bus, or gets out of the car, or maybe not the whole time, right away, maybe not for all of us the whole time ever, but, Maybe like the last moment, that last goodbye, the last, you know, have a great day, don't hold, kill it
0: today. Hold on, on to that one. They, one ho- they hold on to that, hopefully. But I,
3: th- but I think if we, let's say, you know, when we make up the morning kids <coughs> are going off to school and we stop and we say, thank God I have kids that I can send off to school. So then all of a sudden, all the hardships that go along, or all, whatever it is along the way, right. it just changed. And I remember, I think we once said that really, it really starts with the night before even. Absolutely. meaning if you want to have a good morning, meaning like what you were saying is it's really it triggers right like meaning one good thing so we say oh everything starts with the morning really it starts with the night before when you go to sleep how am yeah. I going yeah, right, when to you, when you go to sleep the you stay, then you're more if I say I'm going to get the chakras on time the night before I'll probably get the chakras on time but if I don't think about it and I just wait till the morning I'll probably be late I think that
5: this is talking about as is- so how you? Wish it, like, the question is how do you get it going, how do you start stringing it together, sometimes you have a in your life, you have know, a year that was a great year or a day was a great day, but like, the question is like, then you go through a slump and you can ride out a slump forever, Theoretically, if you don't catch much again, how do you get it <coughs> fire up again, whether it be a great sales call or or the kids said that's something funny at the table. You can't always predict when or how it happens. It's a certain tricks you play on yourself. But how do you get from left to start? Where you're just like removing the again and, and the fire
0: burning? What he's directing us here is that those moments, even though you're not in shul, you're not davening, you're not doing his bodedus. He's saying those are key. Those are compl- Those are really crucial for what we're trying to form here, which is to be conscious to be conscious people, serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu all day long. Now, for many people, that means what? That I have to be davening and learning all day long. Now, that would be beautiful. It's not the world that we've chosen to live in. There are worlds like that that's a choice of life. And this is not good or bad or whatever it is. It is what it is. It's an opportunity to find, figure it out. Us, however, that we're born into modern worlds, we grew up being stimulated by many, many things that had nothing to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu or the Torah. Brandon and Brenda had, as far as I know, had nothing to do with, you know, Pashas, Korach uh, or Balak, you know what I mean? We, we, we grew up very stimulated by many different things. And then we go into the world of Torah and we're like, all those things that used to stimulate me and arouse me and wake me, I can't have any connection to it. So what am I left with? I'm left with a world where I'm trying to constantly wake up and have my mind stimulated at the same time only with Dvarim the the is saying this 80 years ago, but he's talking to us today too. He's like, You live in a world. You deal with people. You deal with things that are gonna wake you up, not necessarily spiritually, but even those moments, if you have the awareness, do form a trend that does trickle into whatever the rest, you know, whatever else it is you're doing. No matter what. Don't ignore those moments. That's what he's saying. Be aware of them, and he'll explain to us, I think, now how to use them talkless, in a more practical way other than just moments of awareness. what do you want to say, Jeremy?
4: No, I'm, I'm just wondering if if we're going through life and yeah, we can recognize these moments, but to me, and we also keep on saying that those moments aren't really what we're living for. We're living for the stuff in between. That the, those moments are supposed to wake us up so that we're paying attention to what happens in between those moments. Mm-hmm. Those moments aren't mm-hmm. the goal, they're just the means to get us to, to understand that maybe, potentially, we can feel that moment all the time. Right on.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe it's the, other maybe it's the other I mean, you can live all the time, but if you have an awareness, you can have those moments on
0: And like, that's what Rabbi Asman speaks about, understanding being Baki Beratso Vashov, having Bakiis, Meaning knowing the secret of going up is not such a chokhmah. You could figure out techniques, but there's a chokhmah in Shove and also in between the coming down again.
3: How do, you fall? how do you fall? How do you learn how to fall
0: properly? Learning how to fall properly. It's such a beautiful thing. You know, um, Reb Shlomo used to sing that tefillah during concerts quite often. On Reb Shlomo's second site, Reb David Zeller, I never forget this for the rest of my life. I was by the Kever, this since 1996 or 97, and he sang the same tefillah about Reb Shlomo. Basically, sang Reb Nachman says, Reb Nachman says, a person has to learn three things in the world. A person has to learn how to walk, and, and then he, and then he, then he would start to cry, and a person. <clears throat> has to learn how to fall. No one talks about this. In the Torahs, we grew up learning, it's like, there's no, that's bad stuff. Falling. It's like, so Reb Nachman saying, you're going to fall. Shaila is, how are you going to fall? Hold on, what's up there, then? And then a person to has up. to learn how to get up. I'll forward it to you guys if you want. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. I have one clip of i doing it in 1977 in Atlanta and Sefer Samaar is screaming this there's a chokma in it. It's true. It, it could work. There's no steer up between what the two of you are saying right now. It's figuring out that those lows are also maftechos la nefesh. They're also keys to the soul. If you're not going to learn from your fallings, you might as well not even go up.
1: But so it's not just the moment that your kids are going off to school and you're feeling appreciative for having the kids. It's also the moment when they wake up crying in the middle of the night and you say, I'm still appreciative for my kid. All right. Right, I'm wide awake right now in the middle of the night, and I'm still appreciated.
0: Hit me hard one time. I did a Shabbaton in a place called Kiryat uh, Atta, up by Haifa area. And after Shul, I saw the Shan, the by there, stayed, and he didn't he didn't go home. He just sat there in the corner. And I saw his wife in the woman's section was Masada was was taking care of the Sidres and stuff. And I saw this after Friday night. I saw it Shabbos morning, Shabbos afternoon. So I wondered, I said, "How come? Why, why do they stay here?" And that Shabbos, I think we were up all night with Tiferet or something. We were staying in someone's house. You know those is when you go to someone's house with little kids? And, oh boy, a catastrophe! Just this, they're not in their beds. You don't sleep. You're worried about you know waking up the host, the whole balagan, right? So. I asked the my balabayt. I said, what, What's up with, the, with this guy? He says he doesn't, he tries to go home as late as possible. I said, Why? He said he has, he has, what did he say? He called it the mama He has deafening silence that exists in his house. Since him and his wife were barren, so he tries to stay at Kiddush as long as he can. You know, and I heard that and I was like, Wow. So, but what, what, he's saying here is that that can, that can arouse you, that could wake you up for something, but it's also, you know, it's also, it's not just thank God I have children, it's also, wow, I'm aware of, of what's going on over here that I've asked them 35 times to put on their shoes, right, let me be aware of it, I'm awake, of it. what is this, what is this really happening, I'm aware of that something bigger going on over here, I'm aware of it. Now don't get lost in that bubble of awareness because you still got to get them to shoot the school on time right it's a matter of figuring out how to flow like this how to continue this a like this without it just shocking your system yeah
3: right so when we talk about all the weirdness and I just went through this with some, with I, mean, I was dealing with Joshua and Chesed and like I felt like I kind of deviated like until like refocus and recenter and I was like you know what what's the mission statement and and the mission statement is supposed to keep you online all the time to see if you went the other way. So I was getting lost in one one part, like, but that wasn't the intention of it. That wasn't the point of it. So I think once you how do you get the how do you keep that awareness? I mean, if we have to really define what's our mission, what are we doing here? What's our mission? Once you keep that it then, then you have awareness in everything you do. Right. Because you have a mission statement. That's, that's why people write mission statements, to keep so you I, on track. Uh, that's, a, that's a really, because someone asked before, so what do you do, like, once you've on that? Ball. Right. But I think the answer is, it's
5: not a fine answer, it's always you do X, Y, and Z. But you, what you're saying is the awareness, the awareness is the thing itself. Like, for example, you have a great, a great, great sale, or you have a moment with your kids. Usually, one of the moments, even a ball game, you know, you have a great, great game, See, somehow things are, when, you're, when you're firing, things are clearer. And the awareness, I think, isn't the awareness of the moment. It's of life. And like, you, can, you can see through things a lot better when you're just doing well. Whatever that means, everybody is a different thing. And sometimes you'll see different things in that moment, the different visions that make people. And those are the times when visions come, when they're on. So the awareness is up. of
1: life, of maybe, maybe switch it with Hashem.
0: Well, that that, right. That's why I would say I would say, okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give us all a a, a mission statement that is kind of safe to use at all at all times. You ready for this one? Okay. It's kind of safe because it's not. No, no. This is. I think this is really good. I'm going to give. I'm going to give a two-word mission mission statement right now that is the center of our voda here, but probably everywhere else as well. And it's going to be very hard to to uh, to challenge me on this one. You ready? Mashiach, no, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Although that is... (laughs) Okay, no, no, no. Okay, this is very good. The Lubavitcher and him just woke up. You just got to Use this. Use this moment right now as a mafeteach for the nefesh, okay? Mashiach now is the emes of all emes. That we, it's too broad for us to yonek from there for our lives right now. Okay, it's a two. It's the ms. It's the kodesh, kodesh and Let's go to the kodesh. Okay, the kodesh is tikkun amidus. Tikkun amidot. Fixing, rectifying our midas. That's something that we always want to be engaged in all the time. All we always want to be involved in seeing our Midas. In, in English, you
1: would say like character building.
0: Well, You're saying that would be the mission statement? Cliff, I would say two-word mission statement. Now Cliff yeah. would explain to us, "Tikun Midas is not necessarily, chari- it's separating yourselves from the midos. Remember, his whole thing was, you are not your Midah. Right. And the only way to fix it is by first realizing that you are not your Midah. Mm-hmm. You have to differentiate yourself from that and then do tshuva into that Midah. But whatever you want to call it for now, remember that's just his way, mm-hmm. Tikkun Amidos is a very general statement. Now, let's use our mission statement back in the morning to what Jerry was talking about. Okay, and I'm conscious, when I go to sleep, when I wake up, today, if I fall, if I, whatever it is, it's, it's just another day of a chance, an opportunity of Tikkun Amidos. I'll tell you the truth, what, what helps me very much in the last year or so is that every single morning when I get overwhelmed, I just stop with one thing. I said, today is another chance that I have to become a humble person. For me, that's been my thing. I said, I know you're gonna throw a lot of things at me today. Today is my chance to become a humble person, finally. And then I realized I didn't. The next day, I started again. But for some reason, I, when I look at it like that, it's an, so that's a tikkun of midah. Now go back into what he just described right now. We're back in the morning, the children are everywhere, and I'm saying, the Piyasetzna says, you can figure out he, things over here in order to be a maftach for your nefesh. You're talking about Cheerios and, 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 and going to the bathroom and, and brushing your teeth. Yes. But when I have a framework of what it means I'm a Yid. I'm a Ben Enosh. I'm aware of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in my life. I want to talk in my Midas. I want my Midas to become refined. Really pure, holy. So how do I when, I when I decide that no matter what happens to me in the next half hour 45 minutes that's going to be my guidelines and my and my mission statement, it'll, there's no, now here's where it gets tricky because each of us react differently. So there's no guidelines here to say, because each of our children are completely different briot. So there's no guidelines here to say, well, since that's our mission statement, this is how now we will all react and respond to what happens in our house in the morning. But as a chavura, as a general statement, when we come back and bring it back here, then there's room to grow with the ways that we fell, or even sometimes we succeed too. And that's okay to share that as well. And have a place when it's safe to share it, you know, permission to share it in a very safety place. But whatever you're using, what the precession is saying, don't ignore anything that wakes you up, for good or for bad. They are all keys to unlock the soul. Now I agree with you, David. That what I really, and he's going to say this, that it will eventually cro- cause a retzef of hit root, which means a uh, a retzef means. A, a chain. A yeah, like a chain, a continuation. Like we would love to say, this will make me awake then, but that's not that's not what we're tra- we're aiming for. We're aiming for a retzef that my whole day. Is ba- is basically I'm banking off one after the other, a moment after a moment after a moment, of of being of being aware, conscious, and of injecting my rutzan. Of this is another opportunity to do tikkun amidas.
2: Just like visualizing Hashem as a kise, a couple, or using something in the physical world, you have to think about that all the time in the beginning, and then after a while it just happens. And I in think the beginning, thing, yeah. If you, in the beginning, we have to think all the time about how we. Take advantage of the
0: opportunity, the moment that's being given to us. And then after a while, it just becomes what you do. It becomes after. who you are, yeah? Let's go back inside, a few more lines. After the words, mafta ha nefesh, the last word in the line is ki. Ki k- <clears throat> kanal, like we saw before. Kol min hitrakshut, anything that is you, that uh, Yeah. A filu what you're saying Hirsch, you're selling tickets to see the WNBA, whatever it is, right? It's
2: funny you say that man. just oh. last night. People still watch <laughs> the Dallas Wings. Like, what the fuck is that?
0: made truck shoot a feel even when I sold some Dallas wing tickets and it made me feel good that I sold tickets for people to see the WNBA goof and anything you you um you looked at your biceps whoa look at that look at that gun or you noticed your burns are looking really good it doesn't matter what it is right there someone the shoot one of our dear friends when his burns come out, <laughs> we lay low. Yeah, yeah. Nelsi and I always say, Whoa. Anything. Now he says, Hen Whether it's something that breaks your heart and then you realize you're alive. Hen simcha. And if it's Simcha, Yesh Botsad Gilui Hanefesh. There is an aspect there of a revelation of your soul, which is. The point, what's the real mission statement before Tikkun Amidos? I want to be in touch with who I am. I just want to be in touch with who I really am. I want to have a kesha to my neshama. So we think only when I'm dancing around the bima, then I'm in touch with my neshama. The PSSN says that's such a narrow, shallow concept of God. That's such a limiting version of, of, of who you are.
4: It seems like that's almost a uh, diversion or a distraction from what's really going on. Like that. Could be. Like, I find it that. Could be, not if, always. If, we, if I'm sitting there always thinking that what I need to be fulfilled is coming from some external experience, or some, for example, like sometimes you were talking about this before, you're feeling it, but the person next to you isn't. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, I will start feeling like it, it's not right, but it diminishes my experience because I feel like if I can, you know, if I'm in shul and there's only four other people there and we're feeling it, it's not as good as if I'm in shul and there's a hundred people there. Or if I'm in shul and I'm feeling it, I mean, one of the reasons, <coughs> frankly, I like to come here is because I come here and, I, and I'm feeling that I'm in a group of a lot of people who are feeling it. And if I go to some other shul, even though it could be all the same and I'm the only one who's feeling yeah. it, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so, really, I feel like what I need is to transform that so that the real relationship that's going on is between me and Hashem, not between really me and the world. Right. And the world and my experiences are there to, to wake me up to the fact that what's really gonna fulfill me is you, coming from Hashem and not from...
0: You know what you just described? You described no, no the purpose of, of Davanin. Sukha <laughs> <laughs> Zimra. Okay. We're supposed to be singing it to arouse the neshama. Elevates us to where? Birkas kriyashma, I'm talking about the oneness of Hashem. I'm still with everyone out loud. So I I, I think I need everyone, everyone, but only in order to what? Hashem There's no one there but me and you, Hashem, even though I'm in a room filled with people. So it's very good what you're saying. It's very good what you're saying. Back inside, yeah. Can I
5: share something totally my, my father's very little about David's question. Uh, specifically about that uh, externality and being a member of the community, but also being an individual. Uh, he said, where well, he comes from, the great the great land of New York, is that there's a, there's a lot of picking up with the Joneses, and it's very materialistic. Everyone thinks that they're going after themselves when they say, I need this kind of career, I need this kind of car in this size house. And it's very much a reality of the thing that's happening over there. So, one time there a guy at school, and he has most flamboyant shoes on. Like, you have to look at, you couldn't not look at them. It, it's, they pull your eyes out of your head, it's thick the thick with the guy's feet. And, uh, but no one else has these shoes. This guy is like, you know, and my uh, dad it says, it's like everybody here is buying the same car. The, everyone, one guy's a last 10 years a being They all, they're all running up to the same car. Everyone's got the same house, the same pool in their backyard. But this guy he loves his suits. That guy loves his suits. Gotta give him
0: a <laughs> <laughs> So you get to getting to know yourself in that kind of an environment is torturous. Yeah. It's such a mitzvah, Not, and it could be anywhere, by the way. telling anybody exactly, because we want everyone to come and make aliyah and be happy and everything. But, <laughs> but sometimes it even
4: happens
0: in here. <laughs> but this side of the revelation of the soul is mechuseh, it's covered in a levush in a cloth of the needs of Olam Mazah. It's ish needs to use that moment of kosher means exercise. Of, of when something, when, you're, when a muscle is, you know, whatever it is, whatever emotion trigger you, becomes awake. Pesesna is saying you have to use dafka any moment that you're actually alive, so you're not slumbering. Ukshem al shel And when any type of heartbreak takes place and you feel it. He's saying, even when you stub your pinky in, in a door, your toe in a door, you're, you, even when you, you, you cut yourself, whatever it is, now he's going to explain. No. At that moment, that there's a physical thing that hurts you. Go right away to the side. Now he's not talking about the kotel. Okay? He's talking about a wall. Yomar is a kapit'lach tehillim. Say a capital tehillim at that moment. V'yoter tov lomar. It's best to say a capital. You should find a parak of tehillim that probably has to do with what you're going through. You could open any, but he's saying. we
3: need to come out with a sheet of like mm. yes. of emotions. Yeah. Different emotions.
0: Emotional tehillim.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, look. Bad, that's, might be that, a bestseller. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the Kutai Tfilis. Yeah.
0: So, but, fearless, that's the Kutate tfilis. tfilis, absolutely. It's based on each Torah Rabina? Absolutely. You but
1: first, I'm sorry. <coughs> apologize
0: right. that you're apologizing and continue. I apologize
1: that, I'm, that I apologize. Thank you, continue. Little is screaming out right now. I don't have time to do that right now. I know. Hmm. can't you know I know that I know I can make time. I'm I'm telling her Hershey to calm down for a second, but I'm just saying, I don't have time for that right now. I'm not, I'm not gonna stop right now, what I'm doing right now. I have to do that, yeah, this, and the other thing. It doesn't I'm,
2: actually have to be, in I mean, my to opinion, I don't think you actually have to do this literally, maybe, I'm not maybe I mean, be for saying so, but I think it's just, uh, I told Rav was those crazy stories nothing, that on the surface seemed so bad, and, and, and that happened to me at work, and, I, and right when I found out, I was like, I started finding myself saying, why? And I stopped and said, you know what? Thank you. Uh, because Rabbi Hashem, one day I'll know why, I just said thank you. But, Hamash, thank you, Hashem. That was it. That was my Tehillim at the moment. And about five hours later, I, I got the answer why it was actually good, but that's a whole other mm. story. But uh, does it really have to be Tehillim, or we're we just recognizing like
0: Again, he's saying Tehillim. I, I like what you're saying. Yeah. He's saying Tehillim because because why? That's a that's how a yid has... has connect, you know, through, through our, our king, David HaMelech. That's been a way, that's been what's worked for many of us for so many years to find a way to plug ourselves into Gdusha. But I guarantee you that if the Piyasetzner was here and one day we'll be sitting with him together Hashem, and you said, listen, for me going to a Tehillon will just trigger emotions of a Rebbe sitting, sitting looking at me in cheer, that's going to take me even further away. I just want to go to the side and breathe and bring in Ribbon Hashem to that moment. What would the PSS then say? Who is he talking to? Remember, he's talking to guys with, you know, Shreim, Lech and Payas. So for them, you know, the, the, the Tehillim is just their natural way of breathing, almost. You know what I mean? But so very good. And I'm glad you brought it up. Because we just did an amazing VC in a, in a moment. So that's what we're here for, anyway. If, for some reason, what's causing you to be awake is your worries, worrying about people that are haunting you and that want the bad for you, he, what, what term should he use? Say, The was chased by a lot of people, including his son, who wanted him dead. So you could, he, he's able to relate to, you know, those to can relate to each of us who feel that we're being run after. But he's saying, but what's the most important thing? That you come back from the market where you would just experience something that caused you to feel certain things, and to just keep on talking about things without a heart, without a mind that's the point be aware of what's happening to you in your life contemplate, go into think about what's bothering you what's making you feel worried think about these worries that prevent you from being you just think about it for a second. Don't be too scared. Look at them. Stop ignoring them, thinking that if I just repre- suppress them, that they actually go away. Have enough guts for a second. Just be okay with looking at them. <speaking in Hebrew> who are you going to go to? <speaking> in Baruch <Hebrew> Hu, who can do anything, the merciful Father. <speaking in Hebrew> And now you start going closer to the Kisei Kovotuba and in your thoughts, Kvod Hashem Sheomedu Mitchanen. And in your thoughts, you're going closer and closer before Hashem, and you're begging, Hashem Marabud Sarai, Hershey, say it in your own words, Become David Amalek. Marabud Sarai. He's saying to be aware of what's actually going on. Not to just say, Hashem, I'm troubled. Right. Know, Please help me. Right. Be aware of what's going on, but maybe it has something to do with what we were going over on weeks ago, which is be aware of what's actually happening. Not right, not, real, not 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 what you're supposed to say. What, what, <coughs> really what bothered me about what happened? What, what really, exactly. Or, Very good. He's saying, look into what's actually happening to you, and you, if it's not Davina words, you, trust me, I, 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 he's going to say it's your words too. But look into what's happening. Rabim omrim en Yeshuata lo berokim selah <laughs> Many say there's no, next page, many say there's no help when you just talk to a wall. That's what they say. But you, Hashem, you protect me. Now again, we're not talking about, this is very important, we're not saying, I know that if I just call out to you without looking into my business, that'll be enough. For some reason, we, we were taught that that's what emuna is. And it's not. As much as you believe in Hashem, you have to believe that Hashem believes in you. That is imuna So when you're looking into that place of darkness, and you're bringing it forth to Hashem, it's not here heal this. It's basically you're saying here, come here, operate from here, so that I can go back into my own stuff with your godliness and heal it. So
5: he's saying that you have to do it yourself,
2: the like, basically like, like God is. The
0: and then you realize that that concept, you have to do it yourself, is not real.
2: Don't take the helm to distract yourself. Exactly. Really you? Figure out what's really bothering you and then go to the shem.
0: But even then, it's really, <clears throat> meaning even then that you get the power to do it, the humbling part, point is when you realize even the power that you have to do it was given to you back at shem. But it's dependent on how much space you made inside of you for that and how much you're willing to look at all those things that really you have to deal with. Now again, he's saying this to a Bnei Machshava Chabura because he's going to tell them later on and don't think that it's really possible to do this on your own. You need to keep on checking in with your chave, with your chaverim, not to be, not to be, not to get advice. This person told me this, this person told me this. But it's to create a form of Chozek, of, of, of infinite Koch in order to have enough guts to look into your own life for some of us, we've been around 20, 40, 60 years, and we never have. We've never done it because it's petrifying. But this way, he's saying you, you could do it, and it'll be fine.
4: Get the sense most of us don't do it. I mean, here there's a sense of awareness. I think my encounter is most of us don't do it because there's not even there's not even awareness or a concept or a, that that's what you're supposed to be doing.
0: It's even so, uh, I, I'm not worried about anybody right. else but us right now. Right. Oh, I hear you. Kach heim omrim. Exactly. Right. It's what he said. Kach heim omrim. In our minds, there's this, there's this note of like, if a fraud saw us oh. right now, we were choosing to do it on a Sunday morning, so as an individual, if I thought about how they look at us, I would say, I don't want to look like the weird guy.
2: Oh, come on, let's get it. Too late. Let's get weird, <laughs> what,
0: But now, no, no, as an individual, I still might have that sometimes come on, sometimes I'll walk into another shul here, right? And I feel like, yeah. like, you know, if I am like, I'm in a davening, and I want to go like this in the middle, right? Someone will come up to me afterwards and say, well, why did you tell us to say ala v'yova? Meaning, because <laughs> <laughs> their, 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 their experience of like, you know, this must mean that there's something wrong, you have to make an announcement. But really, shouldn't davening be my, 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 my I'm just expressing, right? So, but, when, but when it's a chavura, when it's 10 of us, 12 of us now, so, it doesn't kachem omrim doesn't really bother me. It doesn't bother me. Let them call me the freaks from Melrose Place. I don't care. It doesn't it? it doesn't it, it? It has. It's like today, honestly. By now, if, when I hear sarcastic comments about our davening or what we do, I have Mama on someone that says that. I really do. I I really really do. I, I have compassion. It's Baruch Hashem, but where did that come from? Because I'm so strong? No, it's because we've been doing this together. It's not because I'm so strong. Mamash, no. I'm not trying to be humble. I'm just sharing my real thoughts and opinions, feelings. It's because it's not alone. And we're on, and whenever anyone allows himself to, even when someone comes and learns us for a few weeks to re- remove that, you know, that that mechitza, that, it's amazing. It's just an incredible, humbling thing. Like. Really, it's not like we have the goods and they don't. I just have rachmanis. that that's all it is. Kachem Omrim is nothing. Let's just finish this paragraph, because I know it's late, but I really wanted to jump right in. here she is talking to you now. After you say the kapito tehillim, second line, yitpalel befiv Speak any language that you know, that you hear. Whatever is coming onto your heart, from word to word, from word to word, what will you start to feel? That your mind, your intellect, and your thoughts begin to become strong and are ascending. Little by little, who Little by little, he's leaving the needs of his body. And at a certain point, what's going to happen? A scream will emerge from the depths of your heart. Bring me closer to you. Purify me. Make me rise above. All these things that keep me shackled down here in shackles, why? So that I should be worry-free? No. Just so I could be close to you, with a pure heart and soul. And then he's saying, it's this guided meditation what he's doing for us. Okay, we just we're not doing it. Before we're just explaining it from the outside. This is mamish guided meditation. He's saying when you're finished, when this moment where te'akah emerges from out of here, he says take a pasuk of his and say it like Hashem roi lo echsar or lo irara. The from from birth, kid says if you didn't finish the pasuk, it's not really nitzav for anything, right? He's saying chuck that to the toilet for a second. Lo irara, you scream that over and over again. Lo irara. Why? Ki ribonu It's amazing, he added a word in Tatehilim. Oy he's adding a word. Because the pasuk says, Lo irara ki ata adi. He's saying, no, add a word. Lo irara. Why? Because ribono shleilam ata adi. You're with me. V'achshav yismach al ki Hashem imo. And now what simcha this person feels that came from a falling, which caused him to go deep into his heart, he feels such simcha that Hashem is with him. Ki Hashem imo, because really Hashem is with him. U bifrat she Hashem, specifically at this moment, where he poured out his heart to Hashem, shehi shaha kalvut, that it's an hour of exaltedness and coming close. So now what he's saying ties into what we said today. U ha'yom, for the rest of the day, after this davening is over, what will a person feel? Min oneg ruchani, there'll be some kind of spiritual pleasure that'll be hovering over your day. a pleasure of sensing purification, pureness, purity. ita Eden ayom, this person's nefesh was in Gan Eden this morning. What can come close to that type of a simcha? So, I think that, you know, we, we said that we're gonna end this shiurim with 10 minutes at the end, to do what we basically what we've been doing this whole shiur today, so, that's why I'm very open to not Dafka saying it has to be, remember, this is, this is our Torah. We're gonna make it our way, how it works for us. But on a level of tahris, how, what are we doing? What does that have to do with art? With our lives today? I think it's very clear and simple and easy to apply this kind of learning into our life. Why? Because there'll be many different things that are going to trigger us today. Even the WhatsApps that we're all going to be seeing in about twenty seconds. It'll 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 cause all different things. Where were you? I've been waiting for you for twenty minutes. Or, you know, buy milk or the bank or whatever it is, right? All different types of things. So, bringing this piece that the Bnei Machsheba Tova gave us today into the WhatsApps is much holier than how high Rishmon Asra was. That's almost a no-brainer. The Shaila is creating that Retzaf into the day. And another sefer of his, which I would love to learn one day with all of you, so it's a book that was written before the war, so it's much more optimistic, it's simchadik. It's called Derech It's one of the sephorim of the Piyasetzim. It's a beautiful safer. So he writes there in Parashat Snoiach, you know, when I learned this, it had such, a, such an impact on me. He said, when you daven in the morning, you want davening to be part of your day for the rest of the day, then make sure it's like you taking, when you take a pencil and you really write something hard into a paper, then even when you take an eraser and you erase it over and over again, and it's as if you don't the letter is not there, there's still a reshimu, there's still some kind of an imprint on the paper because, in order to get rid of that of that inscribing inscribing that you had in the morning, you had to work really really hard on getting it out. But even when you get worked it out, really getting it hard getting it out, there's still an imprint there as well. So that's why the davening in the morning, and you know combined with what he just said right now during the day is a limud of how to fall and how to get up. This is the Torah of how to fall and how to get up, and how to keep on walking. I'll also try to find that piece from Rik Shlomo today, later today, which will give us a real boost. I just ask that when we, when we listen to it, don't listen to it while you're doing a million things. Take 30 seconds of breathing be present to it, so that it can really go inside, and that we can do something with it today. Because remember, mission statement. Mashiach now through Tikkun Perhaps
1: if if one of us has one of these, can tap into this today. Just share that you did tap into it, mm. so that all of us can very good go there ourselves. Very good. On WhatsApp.
0: Don't be scared of being haughty in, on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> okay, the WhatsApp group was meant not just for. You know, announcing timings of stuff, but it was also on a certain level to share. I caught. I, wow! I found. I found our learning at three p.m. Or I found it in here. I found it in there. And don't be scared to sound like a Schwitzer. You're not. It's not a Schwitzer. You could share when you fall. Share when you get up. Share how you learned how to continue walking. And if you want to be added to the WhatsApp group, then just let l- 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 me or Jerry you, you could add too, right? Think, yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll continue Tuesday. That's uh, <laughs> show. Now okay. <laughs> give me back the paper, if you don't mind. I'll hold on to the papers. And if you don't have a bnei Shavatova, I don't know if I'll be able to get more. If you can pick one up by mincer, that'd be great.
2: Oh, wow.